But no more talking about lunatics because we're finally at the big reason we're here tonight. We're and at that the end is, game. We, we are <laughs> quite literally at the end game for our podcast. And that is to discuss the latest Ooh. Avengers movie. Now, there are some uh, different opinions on this panel. Most of them are off screen. So that doesn't really matter. But just before we get into the nitty, before we get into the nitty gritty of certain things and I suppose what it leads to and surprises and disappointments, just your gut reaction, Fish. You saw you're the latest one of out of out yes, of all of us to see. I had to wait until Monday to see it, and it was so hard to dodge those spoilers. Um, but I'm so glad I did because all the surprises, all the jokes, all the the twists and turns, I was in it the entire time, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Five out of five. Julesy. Oh. Yeah, uh, five out of five. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> Do you want to add anything more? <laughs> no, no, we're going to get brilliant. into this in just a second. Just yeah, speaking of dodging spoilers, I committed a cardinal sin. Just hours <laughs> before Dave was going to watch the film, I posted the rundown to our show in our group chat, which literally lists every Most of the movie. every point <laughs> yeah. that is hit, every interesting Here's bit. Here's the three major plot points <laughs> that we're going to talk about in the in the podcast. Have a no. read fish. But given you did you did uh, text me to tell me, yeah. do not open the rundown. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm turning all notifications off on this chat. I don't think I've panicked so quickly <laughs> and, and acted on it like that before, which just goes to show how bad I felt. Just for people tuning in now, we are about to discuss Avengers Endgame. Yes. So, spoilers. All alert. of the spoilers. We've spoilers. got a little alert just above our heads here. So there's no excuse if you click on this video and say that we spoiled it for you. We've given you a fair warning. We've waited... 20 minutes, 25 minutes to discuss it. So let's. And we've installed this banner just above my head. Yep. Let's get into it and let's discuss the opening first, boys, because I suppose for months we've been talking about how is this going to start? Where is this movie going to go? And we see Thanos get beheaded within the first 20 minutes. That was a surprise. Yep. I'm glad I didn't see that twist. <laughs> it took me completely off guard, but it worked so well. It was perfect. And let's be honest, the movie does start slow after that, but leading up to it, we see the, the horrible moment where Hawkeye's family just evaporates. Yeah, yeah. We see our heroes in despair. We see Captain Marvel rock up and save Tony. With a haircut. With a haircut. No, no, she doesn't have a haircut just yet. Oh, and then well, sorry. they rush <laughs> to fight Thanos, and it's over in the way that I sort of expected it to be. I, I did think that they were going to beat him early on, mm. but be left without. But I had no idea it would be because... He used the stones to destroy the stones. That took me completely off guard. Yeah, yep. I um I I I think I was with you. I think he I did think he would get defeated early on, and they would have to deal with how trying to, to get the vanished back. Um, I didn't think it happened that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and the way that it did happen, I found really satisfying. You know, you got you've got Thor with the Stormbreaker coming in, just like boom, head off. And especially, I, like I did a big binge over the weekend watching all these movies leading up to it. Not all of them, but the the relevant ones. And after Infinity War, you just hate him so much. You're like, yep. God, and and you feel like even Thor gets a good hit you in him at the end. His and it's like, when he did it, yeah, yeah. So like, I had that with me. I literally watched it just hours before, and so for to 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 have that release, it was quite like it was quite nice. <laughs> it, it was a bit cathartic, yeah. but it was also super depressing because straight after that scene we get the big slow fade to black there's seemingly it felt like an eternity the first time i watched it but it was just like five five years later oh yes years yeah. <laughs> they really stalled that just so that we're and here that's another thing that really took me off guard yeah five years mm. of just half of the entire universe's population gone mm. And them living with this. Which I must say, even though it took me off guard again, similar to how Thanos was beheaded, I think narratively 
that was great yeah. because it shows that yeah. they're just they, they are literally in despair they don't know what to do they've had five years not necessarily sitting on their hands but they have no idea where to start yeah. when it comes to fixing yeah. what he's created and we get these cute little scenes with you know Captain America still trying to do his bit he's at self-help groups we see. Speaking of that scene, mm. um, the, one of the directors, I think it was Joe. I'm not too sure which Russo it is, but yeah, he plays the. Was the the guy who uh, was going on a, on a date. date for the first time. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It was a Russo in there. It was a Russo. <laughs> but I, I suppose the one thing I'm shocked about is that, and I suppose it did play into the the film's narrative in the end, which is the fact that no one moved on, mm. no one was thankful for what they had or, or for being yeah. left, you know, yeah. still here. Um, is that it? Seemingly had become. Not an ultimate desolation, but Earth was was basically done. No one, was, no one bothered to pick up the pieces. It was almost apocalyptic, yeah. wasn't it? And I, I was actually a little um, surprised by that because yeah. I, I did think that there would be some areas that would thrive on mm. such a thing, um, well, but they didn't go. That's what that. Thanos was hoping for, anyway. Yeah. But I think it would have almost been a bit more interesting if they did show that, because yeah. then there's that. Well, w- what are we really fighting for here? As horrible as it is that you know Thanos has wiped out half the population, we are seeing. You know, species come back, and they briefly touch on that when Cap says there are more whales in the Hudson. You know, oh, the, the yeah, water's cleaner. Yeah, there's not yeah. as many ships, but yeah, yeah uh, straight away we get hit by Scarlet. I oh, was not Scarlet, which Black Widow saying, you know, well, what are you trying to say? Like, oh, I shouldn't be fighting for my friends to come back because yeah. there's a few more whales yeah. in here. And that's a, that was yeah. I, I'm with you. I, I would have liked a little bit more of a back and forward with that, but it already is a three hour movie, so yep. <laughs> it's time we got to move it on. Speaking of things of moving it on, because they, they, they did have limited time, there were big things that happened off screen, and one of them is the fact that Bruce Banner and the Hulk have oh finally God. come to terms with each other and are finally Professor Hulk, which is a Hulk that's got all the muscle but still has his brains, which yeah. I thought was a really... Uh, I was expecting that to happen in this film, yeah. but not the way it did with him eating just a whole heap of food at a cafe and... Taking selfies with things. Yeah, and it was funny. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, it was funny. But I think in the long run, that scene in particular, and there's a few of those in this film, won't play as well. It's mm. the sim- same as when... You I know, loved in- that it was just there and that's how he was. And I completely accepted it. Mm. Like, straight away, I was just like, all right, mm. that's it, that's him. And I was completely mm. fine with it. If they did add the whole, or he's merged with the Hulk, I, I don't know. Maybe that would be a separate movie, but... I know what you're saying, and I, I do appreciate why they did it, and I think it would have been very hard for them to do it on screen, mm. but I just feel like, not not necessarily the fact that we missed out on it, but there are, just the way he was behaving, it's... taking photos with the kids, I think, and there's a few of those moments in this film, particularly the Fortnite uh, mm. joke, Little which I sort of grated on my nerves anyway to begin with, but I, I don't <laughs> think it will hold up as well going forward. Amazing mm. the first time to watch, mm. and I think that's the crux of this movie. Mm. Amazing to watch the first time, unless you're Ryan Mason. Um, <laughs> but there are bits and pieces that will annoy you. And speaking of which, a lot of people are seemingly upset about Fat Thor, which I loved. I loved Fat Thor. From start to that finish, I... Yeah. Thing. That was the best surprise, the best joke of the whole movie, mm. was seeing Chris Hemsworth... But you know what I also loved about it? Is they didn't just go, all right, now he's going to get buff again. There was no montage no, of him working stayed. out. He just stayed fat. Mm. Yeah. Big Lobowski. <laughs> and it was a weird uh, reference because apparently, Meso, I think you were saying that the guy who plays another character in the Jeff, original Jeff Iron Man... Jeff was the bad guy yeah. in, in the first Iron Man, yeah. But, look... Who plays the Big Lobowski. It is what it is. I thought his character was done really well. I think Chris Hemsworth nails the comedy and I'm very excited to yeah. see him as part of the Asgardians of the Galaxy, which yes. we'll get to a little bit yes, later yes. on down the line. But I thought his character was great. I'm a bit surprised by the, the fat shaming and 
you know, making light of PTSD that people are trying to talk about online. But I think that might just be false internet outrage rather than. Uh, I didn't realise there was an outrage because I, I'm me, my, I, I really haven't dived into it too much. But I, I just thought it was a justified mm. progression for that character. Yep. Like he's. He he's the he half the reason to why do. you know what I mean. Like he's he's done. <laughs> yeah. He did his part. He chopped the dude's head off, and now he's like, well, what do I do? Now? And it didn't fix anything. He didn't yeah. know how to fix it. He's already lost all his family. Yeah. Um, in terms of getting his family back, Thor doesn't really get any of that, despite mm. the fact that time travel is introduced. But now, he does have a beautiful moment with his mum. Yes. That's yeah, the most that's the most line that she's was had in any other crushing film. crushing moment with his mum when he couldn't tell her that she was going to die and potentially. Save I think her. she knew. Well, I liked, if anything, it made Thor The Dark World actually relevant because yeah. I hated that movie. <laughs> and now bad. I'm like, oh, I would like to. I might go back and watch it now because of this. I'm still not going to watch it. That movie yeah, sucks. I don't, I don't think I will. Uh, <laughs> but let's chat about the time travel. I mean, they did a good job, I think, of uh, making fun of it in the film to the point mm. where you didn't take it too seriously, even though in the long run it's going to have some pretty significant impacts on yeah. where the story goes from here yeah. I think that's all on because they explained it well mm. it wasn't just like we've got to go back in time it was there's this whole other you know branches of time that are yet to be explored which is not the usual in- I know but I feel like that really runs the risk of overcomplicating things well, for, I- for example the Loki paradox that has now been created they go back to 2012 to try to take a bunch of the different infinity stones mm, and they stuff up and that's how Loki escapes and how I would assume his TV show is going to begin yeah which, when it comes out on Disney Plus yeah. it's gonna, he's going to have his yeah. own timeline yeah. of what he's doing which is fine it, it means it'll be separate from the, the cinematic universe mm-hmm. and they'll be able to do whatever they want mm. but by the same token it does it would have been nice to see more crossover with the shows mm. and I just think it's 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 the branching timelines is going to be a problem. It's like, look, you start playing with time, it's mm. always a mess. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that they actually called out a lot of movies <laughs> that are quite messy and, mm. and conv- convoluted with these sort of things. Um, and then reset the rules mm. for time travel, which I think because they've reset the rules here, they kind of can do whatever they want. But I, I think that, um, what's the Doctor Strange chick that um, Bruce Banner goes and sees? I, I can't remember her name. No, the, the Tilda Swinton, yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah, I know. The master, oh. whatever. Um, when she, she does like a simple thing of like the line, and then here's another line. And it's kind of like, yeah, it could go anywhere. They do it in the comics. Yeah. They do it like... Very we could visual get another, representation yeah, of this yeah. timeline. And yeah. it, it does run the risk, you're right, Mark, of, of um, convoluting a lot of things and, and complicating things. But... It's they're, they're going to have to be very careful with where they go in future mm. movies, and and it really means, like the the worst thing about this, I think though, is that it really means that nobody's actually dead. You know. Well, like, uh, actually, I would disagree because it actually means that even if they bring people back, they're not the same person, and well, we that, saw that yeah, with Gamora. Yes, so I mean, yes, yes, no, yes. technically, people aren't dead. I, I mean, like it's like Black Widow's dead. But she still has a movie that's coming out mm. in a couple. So that this will probably come into that mm. is what I'm thinking. If it's not a prequel, of sorts. can I ask what did you think about the way time travel came about? I know we all know that the real hero of this movie is the rat that walked across Ant Man's quantum realm control that allowed him to come back into the into the real world. And by the way, 
Paul Rudd's edition, we spoke about it briefly last week, is fantastic. He's yeah. so funny. And I think when he turns around and says, so what, Back to the Future was all bullshit. I actually yeah, yeah, audibly yeah, yeah. burst out in, in laughter. He was and just he, great. And he also, when they're listing all those time travel movies, he's like, yeah, what about Die Hard? Oh, hold on, wait. He's <laughs> <laughs> just fantastic. And he, he just he injected that humour that was needed in such a solemn movie. The humour yeah. and the heart when he comes back five years later and sees yeah. his little girl is all grown up and yeah. his daughter dad was dead for five years. It, yep. It's quite bizarre. Yeah. But, um... The rat. Yeah. The rat obviously <laughs> uh, sparked all of that and then Tony Stark just seemingly, once he has a discussion with Ant-Man prompting him to try and work out how to do time travel again, he just works it he out. He just does it. He just he, does he, it. Yeah. He just... <laughs> and don't get me wrong, he's a brilliant right. mind. But he basically said, let's try to make it a, a double helix or something and then just pretended like he was shocked and Time fell travel. back on the couch. Yeah. Well, that's, look, that's a gimme that I think I'm willing to give it just because like, we could have... What we're talking about here with the time travel and such is very... It could get bogged down really easily. Mm -hmm. And I actually think that they didn't... Um, bogged down here. No, I think it was a, it, it was a quick three smoothly. hours. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, okay, look, Tony Stark figured it out. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. But um, yeah. yeah. I liked it. There's a number of bits and pieces in that time travel sequence which Meso I know didn't like, so I'd love for you to come over here and have a chat, Meso. Not now, not right now. I'll but um, well, yeah, there's a list that we'll go through in a, a second. He's given us a list. I want to just count them. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, about 20,000 different um, <laughs> problems with our end game. Yeah. My second run we'll get to those briefly. This is going to be a very long podcast. But um, I just wanted to quickly touch on the endings. There, there are three big endings that I wanted mm. to talk about, which is the final battle, what you thought of that. The end for Tony Stark, who obviously dies, and the end for Captain America. The rest, I think we can touch on a little bit later, but those are the three big ones. Again, Dave, you saw it most recently? Look, the, the last, the final scene was what I was dreading. I, you know, we've seen it happen in so many superhero movies where it's just a CG fest and <laughs> mess. And there's too many characters, there's too much going on. I thought they did it perfect. <laughs> I think that everyone had their, their time in the, in the spotlight, everybody was relevant, and it looked cool. Um, yeah, I loved it. What did you guys think? Mate, well, I, I thought it was great that they only needed to focus on two of the main Avengers. Mm. Time mm. hadn't moved for the rest, so it was completely mm. irrelevant to do their, mm. their ending scene. But Captain America, good for you, man. Well done. Going back, being with your girl. That was so sweet. <laughs> that was like, you know, he's been loving on Peggy since the day dot. And yeah. they, he always brings it up. He's always like, oh, you know, the the... The, the guy who always waits too and long. And then the passing of the torch yeah. as well. That's good. What do you think of Falcon? Are, you, are we happy well, that Falcon's going to be There's this new um, series coming out from Disney Plus called... Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I wonder mm. if it's going to be... I would presume that it is. It's mm. him as Captain America working with, with Bucky. But, again, I was happy with that. I'm not sure we'll see another Captain America movie mm. with him as the, the lead. I don't think that's no. going to happen. But it will be good to have him there in some capacity sort of carrying on the torch a TV show is a perfect a perfect yeah. vehicle for that I think they've I think they've set that up well mm. although I do have a problem with how he got the shield where did the shield come from because that means he would have either had to get a new one made taken it from the Captain America who was in the old timeline yeah. he went back to or they've just you know they're ignoring the fact that his shield was destroyed he had his mm. whole life to work that out so yeah, that's right, completely right. Yeah, 75 years uh, <laughs> and, Tony, yeah. and Tony Stark dying real quick it was his time mm -hmm. he was in he's there from the start mm. there's no there's nothing else for him and everyone kind of knew it was coming even 
Pepper Potts knew it was coming. It, her whole scene with him when he's on the ground, she's just like, it's all good. Like, I'm like, where's your tears? No, it was nice that she said, you can rest now. Yeah, because that's it, been the, the ongoing good. theme. He's just been non-stop yeah. chasing the baddies. Even, yeah. even when there wasn't a threat, he was just constantly thinking about what was going to come next. Mm. So this is, after finally saving the world and, and doing it mm. justice, I think, for himself... He's had a chance to sleep. The I, one... I, sorry, I just want to comment on that. I, the one thing I liked the most about Tony Stark's death was the bookend of the I am Iron Man. Yep. Like, that was just... Yeah. Uh, because how great the, was that the, line in the, the first Well, there one. were three great ones. There was that, mm. then the proof that Tony Stark has, has a heart. A heart yep. And my God, when his beautiful daughter, who is the cutest thing that I've ever seen on screen, <laughs> oh, by the man, way, she yeah. is absolutely adorable... When Happy asks her, what, what do you want to eat? Are you hungry? And she says, yeah, I'll have cheeseburgers. cheeseburgers. Oh, my God. Uh, I love cheeseburgers. Now that hit me hard. Tony <laughs> Stark loves cheeseburgers, oh, Jeff. You don't understand. I, That's when I teared up. I, 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 I had a bit of a sook at that one. See, I, you know, poor kid, so innocent, wants cheeseburgers. Yeah, she did want cheeseburgers. Gets me. I um, and I might sound like the hardest man here, but I'm, I, I, I really... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for Ryan to get on I, I didn't... I didn't get the feels as much as I hoped I would. Really? I think I felt more about Black Widow dying than mm. just after that fantastic scene. Mm. But I, like, yeah, I was like, oh man, this sucks. No more Iron Man. But I, like, I expected to be tearing and I wasn't. Yeah. I think the actual death, the reason why I didn't get so upset about him dying is because I expected him to die. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I actually expected, I think that I expected Captain yeah. America to die. Yeah. But to see him yeah. go the way that he did, I was a bit more confused than anything else when I first saw it because I was mm. thinking Thanos had to go to some weird planet in the outer rim of the solar system where there was a dying star to get a dwarf to make a gauntlet <laughs> that yeah. was strong enough to wield these six yeah. infinity stones I can already see yeah. Jeff's eyes glazing over he doesn't know what's going on <laughs> but, but, but Tony Stark <laughs> is able to just create one mm. what Presumably using some vibranium nanotech, but still, it doesn't make a lot of sense that one, he was able to wield them in the first place, and that he was able to get this nanotech glove. Hey, that, he, that got a, he got him off Thanos pretty quick, didn't he? Well, that's the nanotech. Mm. But that's like, and they do set that up a lot because, like, the Hulk is the strongest Avenger, mm. right? And he was, he nearly died doing this, so for Tony Stark to sacrifice himself, it's a big deal. But, like, I think you're right. I think exactly because I knew he was going, we, yeah. we all knew he was going. Um, and so maybe because I expected it, I wasn't as affected by it. I do have a question about the funeral, though. Mm -hmm. You know, we have that long, uh, you know, tracking shot that goes through all the characters. Mace, I hated it. You hated it? <laughs> it went for too long. He didn't need to see everyone. Oh, Mind you, so he, was, people, it was a he just wanted to get out of the cinema by that point. Yeah, he was, was, he was cooked. Well, that's what I, yeah, that's what I want to ask. So behind Falcon and, I think, Bucky, there's... A random Edward Cullen-looking kid. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know who he is? Edward yeah. Cullen. Yeah, kid. he's. Uh, didn't you just binge the movies? He's the kid from Iron Man Three. I didn't get to Iron Man Three. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was emo Spider-Man. Oh, no. so the little kid that he helps. <laughs> the little kid that he helps in the in the farmhouse. That's yeah. That. Yep. That's what? <laughs> yeah. Did you know that though? Did you well, know that scene? I, I, I recognised him because before the film came out, I read about who was on the cast list, and I yeah. saw his name there. And I was like, oh. who is that guy? So I was, I was expecting okay. him to show up in some way, shape, right. or form, so that when I saw him... He's like right, 10 years older now. Like, it's yeah. hard to... Hard, like, he was a cute little kid. Time has passed. Yeah, look at well, him that's, now. Well, that's... You know, that's... I was... I'm actually kind of disappointed by, by that because I was thinking it was something that was going to come up in a, in a further film. Ah, I okay. thought it was a little, a little Easter egg that we were getting, and, and uh, I'm all like, oh, who was he going to be? I don't know. I guess he didn't He's have many friends outside of the Avengers, so it was yeah. kind of... 
Like it makes sense. Something. Like I'm glad that it is there, but I I wouldn't have recognized him, and I don't think you would have either if you didn't know he was in the film, right? Mm. No, no, I probably yeah. wouldn't have. It yeah. would have. Ta- I would have had to dis- talk about it later or, or yeah. rack my brain in the moment. I, yeah. In that split second you see him, I wouldn't have picked him. Yeah. Cool. Now, so we're all happy. Generally happy. Happy. Can happy. I just say that final battle when Cap picks this thing up? Oh, oh my yeah. god! I said I squealed oh. last week, Jeff. You don't understand it, but it's when he picked this thing up and actually so used cool. The whole, I've never oh. heard a whole cine- cinema. Just verbally gasp, yeah, in, in unison <laughs> at one thing with such a build-up because we obviously seen him nudge it in um, Age like of eight Ultron. movies ago. It was yeah, incredible. so it was, and he's like, "I knew it!" When when Thor says that, it was so cool. It was it still was... really good for me, but you know, a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned this that I went onto the hashtag "Don't spoil the end game," and I saw things that were spoiled for me. Oh no, that was it. So one of them was Captain America wielding the hammer. Oh no. And the other was Hulk putting on the gauntlet. Yeah. Oh, Two very big moments. That's huge, but man. there was no context so around sorry. it. So, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I took it for the He thing. did it to himself. Yeah. Let's not apologize for it. I, even, so I think I even movie. said in that group chat, this is gonna be troll heaven. Yeah. And I still clicked it. Yeah. Um, but right. that, yeah, that was a huge moment and just seeing him with the, the shield and like you know, a sword of sorts, like an yeah. ag, like a uh, uh, hammer. Um, it was just so bad. He just used it so, so well as well. Now, we've been going for almost an hour, so I don't want to dwell on the negatives too much, but Ryan Mason, do, would you mind just coming over here? Bring your chair. We'll bring the list up. Come, come sit over here. Yeah, the list is right here. I've got it. Now, I'm just going to ask... I'll, I'll, I'll mention each one really briefly. Come in between us just to make sure you're actually in shot. Now... I've got them here too. Where are they? They're right in front just, of you on the screen. This is, this is your list... Now, Ryan has decided that he didn't want to be part of this episode because he was going to be too negative and bring down the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a really low chair. I'll sort of like hunch down for you. But I'm going to run through some of the things that we spoke about the, a day or two after you saw it, and you just give us a quick hot right. take, right? Okay. The slow start. Yeah, the first I found hour was like, I described it as this. Here is a monologue and a sad story. Now it's your turn to have a monologue and a sad story. And you passed it to Dave. And, and that, was, that was essentially a good 40 minutes to the first bit of the film. They could cut a few of them out. I thought the very first scene of Hawkeye should have been the trailer for the film. Well, now you're just getting um, into marketing issues. Well, let's, let's focus on the film. What's right? the next one? So the next one that we've got, the the next one we've got is The Rat. You didn't like The Rat. No. Right, so you have a the team of true hero. you have a team of writers in a room writing probably the most biggest film it's going to be for a long, long time, and you think they Ever. could come up with a better <laughs> idea to to make that work than oh, why don't we just get a rat walking across an iPad? And, <laughs> and like, it's pretty I, I totally agree yeah, with you. But I love ball. that rat. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pissed poor. Like, all the best writers in the world. That's well, you know, some, with sometimes that. things like that happen. Well, yeah, yeah. Right? I would, have been, I would have thought it would have been more when they moved the stuff. Like somebody knocks the button or something. Mm. But the rat's pretty cool. The rat's I'm surprised they just put it in storage, to be honest. Yeah, like it's a, it, obviously you'd open that car and be like, oh, this is pretty you know, high-tech stuff. Maybe somebody should send this to a scientist. No, we're going to put it in a you store it yeah. and just hope for the best. Yeah. And have the guy from the hangar. Who stores that car? It. You scrap it. Yeah. Um, by Next. the way, really bizarre little cameo there from, um, what's his name? The guy from The Hangover. The, I can't the, the Asian bloke from The Hangover. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, out of nowhere. Uh, Jong. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Jong? Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Ken Jong, yeah. Came Next. out of nowhere. Now, I'll get to that one later. I know you're oh, still you in the face, but we'll, we'll, we'll chat about that one. Oh, yeah. But uh, let's go with the Hulk ruined. 
Yeah, I think the best thing about the Hulk is he goes crazy and smashes stuff, mm. and they completely took it out of this film. Yeah, but it's so no, much they so didn't they even showed it. a scene where they he went walks back up to and 2012. goes and flipped the bike over. They went back to the original Avengers, and you saw Hulk have to take the stairs. What? Yeah, well, no, you, walking well, in you didn't just smash out. Oh, there. right, you just I, jumped like, down. I, I, I prefer Angry Hulk, and, yeah. and the monster that they make him out to be in the Avengers is like, they're, they're, everyone's, even Loki's scared of him, you know, sort of yeah. thing. So I think it does suck that we've gone away from it, but again, I think it's a good progression for the I, character. Remember, yeah, I think they borderline did it for Thor as well. Mm. I mm. liked Fat Thor, but it did take away his sort of yeah. power. Yeah. Uh, the Fortnite plug. You didn't like that? No, I was dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> uh, you weren't oh. happy... Cause, cause <laughs> so, yeah. Haw- let Hawkeye, after his epic opening scene, just to make you feel the despair that we felt Which a I year ago... I thought that was the, one of the best scenes in the movie. Yeah, it's great. That's um, why I thought it should be should in the trailer. The next time we re- we hear that he is fighting as a, a samurai or just somebody yeah. who's taking out these gangs, yeah. but we don't see any of that until he's actually fighting in, in Japan. No, so we all know Hawkeye is the king of bows, mm. right? And he's teaching his kid to have bows. Anyway, next... Next minute, he's killing samurai in Tokyo, yep. and you're like, he's an incredible sword fighter. Mm-hmm. That's another thing we're expected to just, oh right. Oh no, he does. He does use his his. Um, he's got a bow. baton. He, he turns his bow into like a bit of a like bow staff at yeah. one point. Yeah. So I I just assume he's just beating samurai in Tokyo. Oh, look, it's, it's a bit of a stretch. He's an best, Avenger man. <laughs> second best thing about that movie though was his haircut. Next. It was. It was <laughs> Whoa! I find it hard to sit next to you sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, Doctor Strange didn't bring the X-Men just a missed yeah, opportunity like they had all the circles everyone comes through and they go is that all or whatever they said I was sat in the How cinema going why not just bring uh, the X-Men they must have shot the film before they finalised the uh, Fox uh, yeah, yeah. I would have loved for there to have been not a speaking role but if Deadpool was just in the background somewhere fighting well, maybe I would have been, he is I'm so surprised they didn't go with that one we haven't we haven't looked through it all but there is a cameo from Howard the Duck Howard is the there? Duck there no is. I haven't seen that yeah, I took a That's awesome. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, speaking, of that fi- speaking of the, the final dark. fight, even though we all loved it, and I think it hit so many great notes, mm. uh, Mesa, you thought it was too CG heavy. I did, in, in the fact that that final fight is on Earth, in the rubble of a house, mm. yet that whole fight looks like it's on Mars. Mm. Um, there's nothing in there that looks like Earth at all. Thanos did just pump like... What I can only assume Rain is, fire. yeah, but yeah, a million not, like, bombs down. It, it just it looks like another planet. Like, and it wasn't a house; it was freaking yeah. Avengers headquarters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, the van survived, so yeah, that makes sense. That's true. The van did survive <laughs> somehow. <laughs> they just pressed the keys and find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, the van surviving was a bit <laughs> of a What's next? Too fan service heavy in the end as well. You thought it was a bit like well, the thing you got there, the pepper pots in the Iron Man suit. I thought we don't need it. Um, I think they were just... It was an awesome were, moment, that, though. Well, it is for you guys. For me, I'm like, <laughs> why the hell did you that? I thought it was very awkward. Yeah, yeah. And, I, like, you got to remember, though, like, fan service is what this is all about, right? Yeah, There's 22 yeah. movies of fans growing and growing and growing. And <laughs> I, um, like, it was weird. <laughs> but I, I, I thought, didn't she be... Was, was she in a... A suit in Iron Man three or something. At she some wasn't point. in a suit. She had no, that she weird had... regenerative power that yeah. the bad guy had inflicted on her. Oh, okay. But Tony right. cured her. But they. But he also did build. He was building the suit for her throughout this movie. Like well, they showed it. Well, the yeah, they did show up, yeah, but still, yeah. it didn't need that either. And the the last negative that I really want to you to harp on because I've got a bit to say about this as well. Well, is, I want to. Can we quickly go to this one? What is it? A one-time watch? Oh no, I'm not reading that right. 
Now the um the redhead. The Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet. Um, is she Russian or American? What's going on there? Oh, uh, that that accent has been deteriorating since she came. Yeah, in that, that, that accent hasn't been a problem since like eight movies ago. No, it, it kind of is though, like because <laughs> I just watched them all back, and like I was saying, well, and, she has been in the in America for fifteen years. Because she's or flat out Russian in one of them. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's gone by this. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a little bit in Civil War. Sorry, I'm, I'm glad that all this comes under the heading nitpicking because there's been a few very <laughs> small oh, things. Yeah, this isn't very. This small. isn't small, and no. I titled it the Captain Marvel problem because yeah. I I too see yeah. it as a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But you, in particular, were pretty upset about it. It's pretty upset. There's, there's 30 seconds in the end battle where Captain Marvel flies through the biggest spaceship I've ever seen. Twice. <laughs> she goes through it once, does a Yui, bang through it again. <laughs> does a Yui, yeah. She lands on the ground. There's 15 blokes between her and the Shagan Wagon. And she goes, oh, I can't make it. <laughs> she didn't say that. They were like, and then she how gets, is she going to get through that? But then, like, not to be taking your point, not to be really negative about it, she gets all the girls around her, she goes for it, doesn't make it, and a bloke helps her out. Who's the bloke? Um, um, doesn't Iron Man? Iron That's Man. Where Iron Man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Admittedly, that That's... sweeping shot of uniting all the women of the MCU was amazing. Like, I yeah. lost my mind at that because there are so many great characters. I love the Wasp in particular and she was sort of leading that toward the end there. Mm-hmm. And it was great to see Nebula who I thought was one, one of oh, the Nebula was so Why didn't one of them help Captain Marvel? Because Captain Marvel was done after that. Oh, anyway. But we're going back been... to the, the problem at hand though is the fact that Captain Marvel is super OP yep. but can't get through a bunch of people. Like yeah. it's it's, it's yeah. it is it is a bit questionable. Like I, I sat there and because it all happens within thirty seconds. Yeah. And I sat there going, What? And it's I, ridiculous. Like, I think they justified her not being around well by saying that she was helping all the other things yeah. because she is so powerful and ha- and she's the only one who can well, do it, that. Well it's the problem but, of having a superhero without a weakness. Yeah. yeah. They still haven't given her an Achilles heel yeah. in, in any way, shape or form, and that's a problem. Even yeah. the one punch that Thanos gets into her uh, the headbutt, the headbutt. Her powers are inconsistent. I think that's the biggest problem because we see in her original movie she's getting pushed around by a Kree who is oh, sorry, a, a Skrull who a is Skrull, this yeah. regular enemy. She's getting kicked around on a train, but then Thanos headbutts her and she doesn't move. The bad Titan, yeah. And then, <laughs> but that's he, Thanos has all six Infinity Stones in the glove, and she's restraining him. But he takes out one stone and punches her with it, and all of a sudden she goes flying across <laughs> the screen. Yeah, so I just I just took that as like the because that was the power. It was I'm the power. So I'm, I'm assuming that it just like narrowed the power. But like, anyway, but there, there, <laughs> is, there really okay. was there. Yeah, and that is the problem. But there, before there we need to, to finish to... my wrap up, that is not in my top five Marvel movies. What's oh. your top Marvel movie? Um, probably Winter Soldier. Yeah, okay. that's a good. Cool. One. I'd agree with that anyway. Yeah. You reckon Winter Soldier is better than Endgame? As I said, this is our this is our last point, and we've sort of already touched it or, on it already. But I do believe that this film, the second time that I watched it, and it might have been because I started at 6am that day and my session didn't start until 10pm because the projector broke and it needed to be delayed by an hour in IMAX. But I didn't enjoy it as much the second time around because these little nitpicky things is not what I noticed, but because I wasn't just so... You spoke before you went into it. No, 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 I I haven't spoken to it. But because the first time you watch it, I was so caught up in it, like you were describing, Dave. And I was just... I absolutely loved it. I still walked out the second time around thinking this was a great movie. I'm happy with how they wrapped it all together. But I was also very much aware of the processes they went to and the concessions they made Mm. to make it work. Yeah. And 
you've got to be willing to suspend your disbelief for the time travel stuff. And I just think the bigger issue that I have with it now is what does this mean going forward for the Black Widow movie, for the Spider-Man movie when it mm. comes out, for anything they do from now, how do they get rid of time travel? Because mm. otherwise everything's not going to feel like it has a lot of weight to it if they can go back and fix it. Mm. So that's that's my bigger issue. I, I want to know, do you think it's a one-time watch? I know you're going to watch it again, obviously. Yeah. But will it go... Do, I can watch Winter Soldier a million times because yeah. yeah, as yeah, a yeah, standalone yeah. film, it's, it's just fantastic. good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I agree. I, I found it was the same with Infinity War. Mm. When I went back and watched Infinity War leading up to this, I didn't like it nearly as much as I was blown away by it in, mm. in my original screening of it. And I feel like this will be the same. You can never watch it for the first time again. Mm. You know? and it's that's, never going to be as good and as that's the first like, time. And I'm that's so it. upset that that's taken from me. <laughs> I know, right? And it, it, it sucks, but it's a beautiful thing. But like, that's, the, that's what it comes down to, I think. And, and I'll never have that experience that I had in that cinema, cinema on Monday night again. It's just like the first time you try vanilla Coke. And that is never, bloody, never like, tastes you, the same. If you're going to compare the Avengers Endgame to anything, I think it's Vanilla Coke. Vanilla Coke. Yeah. By the way, Vanilla Coke is still my favorite Coke. Are you trying to say that gets worse? No, 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 no time? I'm just saying it was it was unreal the first time I tried it, but then it was just it was just good. Therefore, after it's just yeah, it's that first yeah. touch of the. Time. We're going to have a discussion about this off air because this I'm is the, this is by it. far the longest. The this is by far the longest. Okay. Thank I you. I just want to rapid fire a few things. Okay, before um. Thanks, Mason, for, Thanks, the, Mason. for the, nit, so, the yeah. nitpicking. Um, I just got a little list of my of my top moments from Endgame. I just want to rapid fire because there are so many. Just really quick, uh, you got a supporter, Mason. Agree with the other planet. Look at the final battle. Thank you. Somebody's agreeing right. with your. Thank you, thank you Rebecca Jade. Uh, go on. Okay, so my list. We've already touched on um, Captain America picking up the hammer. When Spider-Man is being overrun by enemies in the mm. final battle, and he goes, "Activate instant kill," oh, and then, yeah, it's so cool. That was amazing. <laughs> there were a lot of great throwbacks in that final battle, and and I suppose the the horn of Ant-Man's car is one of them. Which, if you hadn't seen the other films, you wouldn't necessarily understand the payoff, but it was yeah. still cool. Yeah, um, and Scarlet Witch taking on. Thanos, he's like, I don't even know who you are. And she's like, you will. And mm. then just starts pretty much peeling his yeah, skin off. It was just a unre- perfect American accent. <laughs> <laughs> there was um, Mother Russia there. If, if Thanos didn't have the reign of fire up his sleeve, she would have destroyed him. Um, when Cat gets in the lift, and he goes, don't worry. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent callback. And it was, yeah, that, that entire scene, I would argue was my favourite for the entire film when they're back in 2012 yeah and very nostalgic scene yeah very it? nostalgic scene they're making the, the jokes about angle. Captain like Captain America's ass being America's ass <laughs> that is and that's on my list it was, yeah, it was <laughs> the whole battle with Captain America versus Captain America was yeah. fantastic yeah. Yeah. Um, when Ant-Man goes into Giant Man and just punches that giant worm Leviathan mm, that was so uh, cool. in the battle that was awesome um, just that moment where Captain America is just facing Thanos' army and then you just hear I think it's Falcon in his ear just go on your left yeah. and then all the portals just open up they're just right in the fields mm-hmm. um, when Strange is trying to control the water from flooding and killing everyone and he just looks at Iron Man and he just holds up one mm. finger and Tony knows that's just his moment mm. this it's is the you. one in 14 million or however many bloody yeah. times he yeah. went through um, that was good. Where's that water coming from? It's like a yeah. Where is the water coming from? It's like a lake or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
We'll just say there's a lake. Uh, that, there was a body of water nearby because <laughs> the big the spaceship house. falls in well, it. The house was leaking water out of the pipes. Yeah, I know. Well, there's a lot of water that comes out of a pipe. It's really my bathroom wall. It was a lake house, right? Is it was a lake house. No, that's Tony's house is a lake house. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're at yeah. Hawkeye's. Yep. When uh, Tony goes back and has that moment with his dad mm. and he's giving parenting advice to his own dad mm. and then he hugs him at the end. Mason's already off screen, so I'll talk for him on this one because I do agree. That scene, it, as much as I liked it, went for too long. It could have ended as soon as they got out of the elevator oh, and him and just, and just giving... It could have. And, and I honestly was telling myself, I'm like... You are a like billionaire genius. Why are you just talking to some random student and like walking him to your car? And I did think that was strange, but I thought it was very touching. It was touching. It was good, and he never got a chance to say goodbye to his dad. So the the, the big hug at the end was good again, given it was really Iron Man and Captain America's film. Uh, and another one on my list is when Captain America throws the hammer across the battlefield and Spider-Man mm. hitches a ride on it. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, that was, Although that was he then gives the gauntlet and hitches a ride on the back of the flying unicorn. Which again, Mesa, we forgot to ride, <laughs> Sorry, we forgot to ride the, fly, the flying unicorn. The unicorn. What, what did you say? It had, it had more screen time than Drax, Drax. than Drax. A unicorn had more screen time than Drax. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's a shame. <laughs> Let us know no, what no, you sure thought <laughs> about Avengers Endgame. We've spoken... Ad nauseum about it. Jeff wants to go to sleep. I can already see him falling asleep. <laughs> he is asleep. Asleep. Can, I, can I just add one thing to yeah. wrap, wrap up here? Because I think that you touched on it there. The best thing that this movie did was was just slap us in the face with nostalgia. Mm. Because there is 22 other movies that led up to this. And I think they did a good job of making sure you were aware that they all mattered. Yeah. And, and it, it, de- like, it gave... Thor The Dark World weight to me, which I never thought would be a thing. <laughs> um, and... and I think the time travel element was the perfect way to do it for us to be able to go back to that original Avengers and see what they did after the you know the money shot with where they're all looking down at Loki and then it's just oh time you know time did keep going they did have to go down the elevator and there was a whole process and actually get, the, like, that was really cool when they did the time travel and actually showed you the, I was expecting them if they were going to do it to show us what we'd already seen as as a nostalgia yeah, yeah. play. They actually went further than what I was expecting, yeah. which is to show us essentially extra scenes that you highlighted, yeah. Yeah. which was so much more rewarding. It was it so gives, much better. Yeah, so they they did the, they made the right choice yeah. by to bring it all together. Mm-hmm. I thought it was perfect. Let us know what you thought of Avengers Endgame. Clearly, three out of four of us really liked it. <laughs> the uh, outlier has his own opinions. Can we ask <laughs> what would you give it out of five, Mesa? Out of five. Um, Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. That's average. That's pretty rough. That's, the most that's... average of average. Yeah. Watch that's... it again and see if it, you might I've watched yeah. it again. I don't think it's a two and a half. No. <laughs> well, after no. watching it a second time, what yeah. would you go down? We've, we're we're Look, still when, nerdgasming. Yeah, yeah like when I first saw it, I wrote a review for our website, yeah. mustplay.net.au. I gave it a five star. Yeah. I thought this was perfect. And I think I would still give it that rating purely yeah. because like you said it gave it was the perfect finish to 21 films it's, yeah. it's not, nothing like that has been done before nothing like that has been attempted before yeah. and to really give weight to each of those individual characters who I liked largely in their own right I think is something that shouldn't be sneezed at like yeah, I know we talk about it being a bit too fan servicey and maybe they you know did that at the cost of the story or at the cost of the um the final battle but ultimately that's what we went there for we yeah, wanted absolutely. to see all these characters working together absolutely. we wanted to see that after all this build up and so you can't 
you can't knock them for giving us what we wanted. Sometimes, in a situation like this, twenty-one movies deep, mm. that's what it warrants. Look, I like I'm I'm a, a big comic fan, and I've, I've read a lot of these like the t- uh, the original versions of this. I have read the yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet mm. um, thing, and, it, and it's very different, but it, it's it's also the same. Like in comics, it was able you're able to bring all these characters, and it doesn't feel over you know convoluted or whatever. And for them to be able to do that in a cinematic universe, like it's just huge. Yeah, it's like, tough to do. Like they, I thought they nailed it with Civil War, and here they just took it to the next level because mm. Civil War was like, you know, a lot of people complained about Civil War because it wasn't the entire roster, which the comic series was. Whereas this, in, in, you know, this Infinity War that we've been given here did bring everybody in, and they were all there. Yeah, they were all there, and that's huge. Mm. And like I said before, they all got to go. It's massive. It's fantastic writing. It is. They did a really good job. I think we'll leave where do we go from here as a discussion for another time. Yeah, we've got to wrap up somewhere. It's a late one, <laughs> but we've really enjoyed If you've managed to stick around with us for an hour and 15 minutes or so, my God, get something else to do on your Wednesday night. But we do appreciate <laughs> yeah, you. Everyone's gone to bed. <laughs> we do appreciate you sticking around. If you've been with us here from, from the start, we really enjoyed Avengers Endgame. It's kind of sad to see it go, but mm. at the same time, we know that Phase 4 is coming. And frankly, the next Spider-Man movie is only a couple of months away, so we don't have a long time to wait. Really quickly, I saw the poll that we put up in terms of would you prefer a talking Detective Pikachu or a talking Meowth? Like, what is your favourite talking Pokemon? Uh, my prediction is playing out, Jules. Well, we have seven votes at the moment, uh, and um, six of them are on Detective Pikachu, and one of them is on Meowth. So. Who's gone Meowth? Who have we got? We'll give a shout out to the person who's gone Meowth. Scott Downey. Scott Downey. Good for you, man. Good on you, Scott. Don't be a sheep. Don't follow the crowd. (laughs) We know that Detective Pikachu is the hot new thing. That doesn't mean you just throw Meowth out the window, right? Uh, Gentlemen, thank you for joining me. It's been an excellent discussion. Love all things. I I Uh, just want to say... um, I love you both 3,000. Oh. And I love you about 1,100. <laughs> 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 On that note, thank you again for joining us for Must Play. We'll be back next Wednesday, probably around 8, 8.30. We haven't worked that out just yet. <laughs>